Well, good morning, everybody watching today. Thank you for clicking on to this message. Welcome to Victory Online, week in, week out, messages going up. I pray that you will be inspired and touched by the Word of God this morning. I pray that it's going to inspire you to grow in your relationship with God. If we haven't met yet, then my name is Jean-Michel, and I'm one of the pastors here at Victory. It's so good to be with you, and I pray, especially if it's your first time, that you find a home with us. You find God in this message. And so we're going to jump into the Word today. I hope you're excited. I am excited, but if you remember nothing else from this message today, I want to tell you this one thing. God is amazing, and your life is so much better for having Him in it. Come on, if you believe that, post amen in the chat. Let's communicate. Let's interact today. God is amazing. And so this past weekend, my wife surprised me with a trip. We're going out to explore the Starkfontein Caves and the Cradle of Humankind. Amazing, amazing experience. It was, it was awesome. It was a ball. And so we first went to this, uh, this exhibition center, the museum kind of thing. Amazing just to go through the experience there. And then we moved to the Starkfontein Caves. And so we had to drive from one place to another. And, uh, and we spoke to the security guard and we said, you know, where is this place? He gave us directions. But, you know, we also had a GPS with us, right? So we put the address in the GPS, click go, and we're following the GPS, right? And so there's this point that comes up. I don't know if you've ever had this experience in your life. There's this point that comes up where the, the directions we were given and the way the GPS is going are two different things. So I think to myself, you know what, I'm going to trust the GPS. I'm going to trust that it's the right way to go. And so we head down this road and it says turn right and then just just go for a while. So that's exactly what you do. We get on this road and we're just, we're going. Now we need to get there pretty quick. So we're going the speed limit, but we're going the speed limit. And we're driving pretty fast and we're heading down this road. And so Jenna's looking at the GPS and, you know, technology is great. It's awesome when it works. <laughs> it's the best thing. And it's the worst thing when it doesn't. And so our little GPS tracker is not quite moving. Signal isn't good. Signal is bad. And so our little tracker is not tracking quite well. So Jenna's saying, okay, well, past this next bend, we probably should be getting to another road. We've got to keep our eyes out. Great. No problem. And so we're going. This place is about 10 minutes away. About 10 or 12 minutes into the journey, we realize we're starting to think, you know what, uh, I don't know if we're actually on the right road because we kind of should be there by now and we haven't gotten to the next road yet. And so now we have to figure it out. Definitely 15 minutes goes by, we're definitely not on the right road. And asking ourselves the question, how, what do we do? Where do we go? We had to try and redo the GPS, but the signal was bad and our phones failed us. And so we had to turn the phone off and on and off and on. And eventually we finally got signal. And when we put in the GPS, it says, go all the way back to where you came from and then go back where the guy had originally told us to go. And so we did exactly that. We completely missed our appointment, but you know what? It, it was okay. We could go on a later one. And 
Everything worked out just fine. But have you ever had that experience when you're going down a road and eventually you start to wonder, am I really at the right place? I should have been somewhere by now and I'm not really there yet. And I don't know if I'm going down the right road. You know what? Sometimes we are heading down a road we think is just right. It's the right road. Everything makes sense. Everything's lining up. We're going in the right direction. And sometimes we're really far down that road when we start to ask the question, am I going the right direction? In fact, I've gone on a really long way down this path. Did I do all of this for nothing? Did I come all this way for nothing just to turn around? Wait a minute. Did I come all this way for nothing? Let's pray as we get into the word today. Father, we thank you today that your presence is here, that you're speaking to us, that you want us as your children to have direction, to know where we're going, to lead us on the right path. And so I pray you do that today. Come and speak to us. Come lead us on the right path. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Church, check this out. Last week we spoke about a guy called Paul. And uh, he was originally a guy called Saul. And he had this huge encounter with Jesus and it changed his life. And, uh, and the whole idea is that God wanted to download revelation and wisdom into him about who Jesus was and what the gospel was. And so we spoke about wisdom. We spoke about how wisdom is not just um, something that we learn out of books or something that we intellectually get, but that wisdom is described in the word as a beautiful and elusive woman moving from place to place. She must be pursued. We must chase after wisdom. And so we, we, we explored the idea of how Paul, when he encountered Christ and where everything started to change and what he thought was wisdom was flipped on its head, that he didn't go to people. He didn't try and find out from people or from books or from what his past experiences were to try and understand what he was feeling now, but he got fresh wisdom from God right then and there. We learned that wisdom doesn't always come from people, pastors, or things, or books, but that wisdom comes only from God, not from people. And we saw that Paul was given this wisdom, this gospel that we now know, the gospel of the good news of Christ. And we saw that he trusted that wisdom. But check this out. Even that wisdom that he knew was from God. You know, when he became a minister of the gospel, when he learned about Jesus, he didn't immediately go to the church, to James and, and Peter and John. He went into the wilderness. He went into the desert and he learned. He got those downloads from God right? But even in that wisdom, even in that beautiful revelation that God had given him, eventually he felt like it was necessary to confirm this wisdom with the leaders around him. And so we're going to see how that worked. We read last week in Galatians chapter 1 about how he, he got this revelation from Jesus. He didn't learn it from any man, and he began to deliver that gospel. He didn't go and confirm it. He didn't go and let other people or his past experiences or in his own mind determine what he thought about this beautiful good news of the gospel. He trusted God. 
But then we move a little bit further and we get to Galatians chapter 2. And I want to read this because now this is the first time. Paul's been tracking down this road. He's been going down the road of preaching and teaching the gospel. And he's been doing it for years by this time. He's been doing it for a while. And he gets this feeling. He's been driving down this road and he gets this feeling, I feel like maybe I'm not going down the right road. If you've ever felt that way, Paul felt that way. So check this out. Galatians chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. We're going to read together. This is Paul speaking. He says this. And then, after 14 years, I went up again to Jerusalem, this time with Barnabas, and I took Titus along also. So 14 years have gone by. Paul has been preaching this wisdom, this good news, this gospel of Christ. He's been preaching it for 14 years to the Gentiles. He's been taking it all across Asia Minor and the Mediterranean and all kinds of places, preaching the message of Jesus that was downloaded to him by revelation, by the Holy Spirit. Now he decides 14 years later to go to Jerusalem and he takes with him a man called Barnabas and a man called Titus. These are ministers of the gospel. Verse 2. I went in response to a revelation and meeting privately with those esteemed as leaders. I presented to them the gospel that I preached among the Gentiles. I wanted to be sure I was not running and had not been running my race in vain. Let's take a pause there. What's Paul doing right now? He's, he's looking around, he's been ministering, he's been going down the road, and then suddenly he gets this feeling, I need to confirm this. It's so interesting. Why 14 years? That's so much time. I mean, I don't know how many of us have been working in the same job for 14 years. I'm not there yet. I've been ministering at this church. This is my 12th year. I'm not quite there yet. But 14 years later, Paul's been going strong. He's been feeling like he's on the right road. He's been feeling like he's going the right way. Have you ever felt this way? Like maybe in business or maybe in a relationship or maybe in some area you feel so strong. You are headed down this road and you are not going to stop for anyone. You're going down and you're excited and everything is going well. This is how Paul felt. And then all of a sudden, he starts to get this feeling. I need to make sure I'm on the right road, that I'm not running in vain for no reason. Paul felt like he was delivering the call of God that was on his life in the best way possible. And now he asks himself this question. And track with me, focus with me. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Have I done this all for nothing? You see, when I was on that road with my wife, and we were headed down, and it started to feel a little strange, like, I don't think we're in the right place. I don't think we're going the right way. And when we finally checked that we had to go all the way back to where we started, it felt like, man, we've done this all for nothing. We've driven all this way for nothing, and we've lost out because we've, we've wasted time. We're probably going to miss our appointment. We've wasted petrol, and petrol's expensive right now. Have I done this all for nothing? And Paul is asking the same question. And I want to give you just this little bit of context to this. You see, Paul was preaching a gospel to Gentiles, people who were not Jewish. And he had been preaching them that there is freedom in Christ, that if you give your life to Christ, he will make you born again, restore your relationship with God, and set you on a different path. 
But there were people who were coming into his churches, Jewish people, who were saying, I love this message. I love the message of Christ. I love who he is. I love that he can, he can set us free from our sins. But if you want to be a Christian, you first have to be Jewish. And you have to follow the law. And you, you can't be in the, all this liberty. You can't just be who you are. You have to change. You have to become Jewish and follow the law before you can become a Christian. And for 14 years, Paul had not worried about that. He didn't hear that from God. And so he hadn't worried about it. But now people were coming in and over and over, they were sowing seeds, sowing seeds into Paul's life. And so they start to grow, these little seeds of doubt. I knew where I was going but maybe I don't know where I'm going anymore. Maybe I'm not on the right track. If you track forward this in, in Galatians, you'll see that he goes to Jerusalem. He meets with Paul and Peter and James and the leaders of the Jerusalem church. He goes to them and he tells them what he's been preaching and they all 100% agree with him. It says they extend the right hand of fellowship. It means they accept him in as a church leader and they say you are preaching the right thing. He confirms, they confirm to him that he is preaching the right thing, that he was always on the right track. But check this out. Have you ever felt this way? Maybe in a relationship, maybe in a business, Maybe there was a relationship that you were really building into, that you were growing and things were going in the right direction and, and, and it felt good and felt like God was involved and it felt like this was leading somewhere, maybe even marriage, maybe this is my life partner. And then all of a sudden something changes or something breaks or something doesn't work out and that relationship ends and you ask yourself the question, man, did I do this all for nothing? Or maybe you've been building a business and the business is thriving and it's going forward and everything feels like it's, it's lining up and it's going the right direction. And then all of a sudden, something begins to change and you feel like you have to backtrack or move or be agile or change something or maybe even the business fails. And you ask yourself the question, man, have I, have I been doing this all for nothing? Is it all without value? Maybe you're building a ministry or whatever's in your life that you just feel, you know what, man, have I been doing this all for nothing. Whenever we feel this way, there is a voice. There's always a voice. Sometimes that voice is external. Sometimes it's friends, or sometimes it's family members, or sometimes it's a spouse, or sometimes it's someone who you care about, and they just keep sowing these seeds, these seeds of doubt in you, like, man, I'm, I'm headed down the the wrong road, or, or, or maybe I don't know if I'm on the right road anymore, and I don't know if this decision was the right decision, and, and I feel like I'm doing all of this for nothing, and it brings doubt, and it brings disheartening, it, 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 it hurts us, and it pulls us away from where we were going. We start to slow down. There's always a voice. Sometimes that voice is external. Sometimes it's internal. Sometimes it comes from within. Sometimes it's our own voice saying to us, hey, I'm not so sure. I don't know. I'm a bit insecure. I'm not sure if this is where God wants me to be. Sometimes that voice is even the enemy. The enemy comes in and tries to sow seeds of discord into our lives. And we, the enemy knows we're on the right track, but we don't know. That's what was happening in Paul's life. These people that were coming into the church, they weren't genuine. They weren't genuinely looking for Christ and looking for salvation. They were looking to actually sow seeds of discord into the church, bring division and changed the way that Paul was preaching. They were trying to change the gospel. 
But even then, as strong and as strong-willed and strong-minded as Paul was, those voices began to lead him down a path, asking him the question, man, have I run this race in vain? Have I done this all for nothing? See, life goes through seasons. Sometimes it's seasons of plenty, and sometimes it's seasons of drought. But throughout all our lives, we need to remember to listen to the still, small voice above everything else, man. This world gets noisy and it gets loud. And when it starts sowing those seeds into our lives, those little seeds of doubt, some of them take root and they start making you think, well, maybe this God thing's not really for me. Maybe this business thing's not really for me. Maybe I'm just not good at relationships. Maybe I don't really have a purpose. Maybe I've been doing all of this for nothing. But that voice, that voice is not God's voice. Come on. You see, I want, I want to zoom in on one little aspect of this. In Galatians chapter 2, verse 2, Paul says, I went in response to a revelation. Those few little words, we can't mistake them, right? I went. He's saying, I went to Jerusalem in response to these words of revelation that came to me, right? This is, what is he saying? God spoke to me. God told me to go. So why did God tell him to go, right? Because all these seeds had been sowed into Paul's life and his own intellectual mind and his own heart was starting to betray him to say, maybe I'm on the wrong road. Maybe I'm doing this all for nothing. And then God speaks to him. He sends him to Jerusalem. And in Jerusalem, there is a confirmation that he is on the right road. And I want you to see something. That the still small voice of revelation, the small voice of God, the, the voice that comes from God that we spoke about last week, the whole thing of stopping and listening and seeking for wisdom wherever it might be, asking God for fresh wisdom, that is this revelation that Paul is talking about. And so if you're here today and you're feeling like, man, I, I, I resonate with that, I'm not so sure about business or this relationship, or maybe you're just not sure about something, if that's you today, it's time to hear the still, small voice. I want to give you the key. This is the key to living life, walking on the right road, going down with confidence and never worrying. This is the key. The key is revelation is everything. And it starts with what we spoke about last week. Letting go of what we think. Letting go of what other people say. Letting go of what we know to be truth. And letting wisdom come from on high. Paul never went to Jerusalem for 14 years because he didn't feel God telling him to do it. Now God tells him. And why did God tell him? Because he wanted to remind him he was on the right track. And God has brought you here today because he wants to remind you, you are on the right track. Come on, living your life for God, letting him be your center, letting him be who he wants you to be. This is the right track. And yeah, maybe you don't have all the answers and maybe you're not perfect and maybe not everything is working out exactly the way you would want it to. But I'm telling you right now that when you surrender your life to Christ, when you will not let go, when you keep walking down that road of God, you center on me, and you go first, when you walk in that road, I promise you, you are on the right track. Even when you feel, maybe I've done this for nothing, it will never 
be for nothing. Can I say this to you? Even that relationship ending, it's not for nothing. Even the business ending, it's not for nothing. God still has a plan. God is still working things out. He is still making the way for you. And you just need to receive that today because that still small voice, stop. Listen, let go of what you think is right and let the Spirit speak. He will silence the voices of doubt and remind you exactly where you should be going. I'm speaking to you today when you feel like you're directionless, you feel like you don't know where you're going and you're scared that all this effort that you've put into whatever the thing is, is all for nothing. It will never be for nothing. God has a plan. And so if that's you today, I want to pray with you. Let's pray together. Holy Spirit, I thank you today that just like in Paul's life, you want to speak into us and you want to lead us down the right track. God, sometimes we feel like all this effort we're putting into things and every little bit of, of, of sweat and, and blood that we've poured into these relationships or businesses, ministries, whatever we've put our effort into, feels like it's all for nothing. We feel like we've been running down the wrong path for long and now we're lost and we have to come all the way back. I pray today that you will speak to us and show us that you would never let us walk down the wrong path, that we are surrendered to you, that we know where we're going and that we just got to keep following your voice. I pray today for every person struggling in this area that you would show them that you have the perfect plan for them and that they can trust you in Jesus' name.